It's a 2-2 game, though. Whew, we've got a barn burner here. Yeah, we sure do. Actually, 9.25 to go. I hope you bet the under in this game. Because this looks like an under right now. Yeah, let's see what the... I was uh, just about to two, go look and see what the live total was already. 204.5. There you go. That's you got what I want to see. seven points already of value there. And we're not, oh, not even it. three minutes have gone by. I love it. I took the first half, so that's what matters the most to me. Yeah. Hmm. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of what you expect, right? It's, I mean... I do love these Nuggets jerseys, wanna, I have to say. Yeah, so do I. I there, do like There's something them. about the navy blue with the white and then just the yellow. Yeah, it's good. Almost like your Orioles, those black... City, what, they don't call them the City Edition, though. What do they call them in yeah, baseball? City, edition. Uh, City Connect. City Connect. City Connect. See, it's different. NBA, yeah. it's City Edition. Yep. But the black with the... Uh, yeah, just, just Baltimore. Got it's just some, simple. Yeah, and some rainbow inside. Yeah, it looks yeah, good. Trying to be diverse. It's, I like it. Well, like it. they don't. They haven't won in the first two games they where they wore them. So <laughs> let's hope they can win tonight, and then I'll like them a little more. All right. Well, it's a three-two game. Denver's up in Miami. There's not really much going on here right now. The bigger thing, though, if you're looking at baseball right now, PJ, Rays up eight-one on the Rangers. Do they are talk? This is a statement it. series for both teams, and it's a statement game. I know baseball is a long season, but we're also sixty-something games into this season for most teams. So. We've got enough to get a good sample size of what they look like. It doesn't mean that it dictates what the entire season's going to be. But, man, the Rays are absolutely showing everybody. Oh, yeah, you think the Rangers are the hottest team in baseball? No, no, we still are. We are the best team in baseball right now. Yeah, they are just putting it on Texas. 8-1, they got Glasnow on the mound tonight. I think these are the two best teams in baseball. I like Texas a little more than I like Tampa, but... Man, when Tampa's at home at the Trop, they are uh, they're a different kind of good. They are a different kind of good, and they're showing that tonight. So This is breaking a streak, too, for the Rays because the Rays have continued to go under in their games. A lot of unders recently. Yeah. That, a lot of them. That offense is coming to play tonight. Yeah, yeah. Coming so. to play. So, I mean, just making a statement, that's impressive. Red Sox impressed with them, too, up 3-1 against the Yankees. Phillies 4-1 on the Dodgers. How about the Mets, though, Nick? Down 10-2. To the Pirates. Woo. The Mets, I mean, at what point do you just blow this whole thing up? I mean, I'm serious. I know uh, I know. there's a lot of money committed. Like, they're so bad again. Yeah. Buck, Buck Showalter, is, uh, his, his seat's getting hot. Now, some of this, let's give the Pirates credit. This is a team that's overachieving. Sure. This is a team that's uh, probably taking that next step. They had a five-year plan that was taken probably more like seven or eight, mm-hmm. uh, but now it's slowly coming together with a lot of that young talent they have, kind of like your Orioles. But, you know, you look at the Mets and just say, okay, you guys put in all this money. You got an owner that's willing to spend, and it is going completely the opposite direction, which is, think about the polar opposites here between the Rays and their budget, their payroll, mm-hmm. and what they're able to do, and the Mets, yep. and the results you get. Just because you spend money doesn't mean that your team is actually going to be anything on the field. Correct. Correct. And that's, you know, they went out and they got Francisco Lindor, and they obviously got Scherzer, and they got Verlander, and they've got some other guys, and they're just underperforming. Lindor's really been the guy that they need. Mm -hmm. They need him to be the superstar that he was in Cleveland. He just hasn't been that this year. And to make matters even worse is Pete Alonso now is hurt. I think he's out the next three four weeks or something like that. This is the dude that's leading the majors and homers. And, uh, you know, it was already a tough blow to the season when Edwin Diaz got hurt in the World Baseball Classic, one of the best closers in baseball, and you go into the season knowing that you're not going to have him. So that was a tough blow, but... Nick, it's it's tough, man, with the Mets. You, you can know? get the Mets at plus nine fifty to win the NL East right now. 
Braves at minus 800. Come on, PJ. You don't yeah, want to? No, no turnaround? No, no, nothing? No, no thanks. No thanks. <laughs> uh, the luxury for them is the fact that the Braves are going to win their division. Either the Dodgers or Diamondbacks are going to win their division. But one of those two teams, the D-backs or the Dodgers, are going to get the wild card. And then, obviously, somebody in the NL Central has to get win the division, get in the playoffs. So you're fighting for two spots. Can you outduel the Cubs, the Cardinals, the Pirates, the Reds, if there's a second team in the NL Central that pops up there? Can you outduel the Padres if they ever get hot? Can you outduel the Marlins in your own division? Like, I don't know. I mean, on paper, you think it should be easy for them, and eventually they'll go on a winning streak, but... I don't know, Nick. I don't know. See, and the new schedule isn't doing them any favors Mm -hmm. because they are going to have to play everybody in baseball, and they're going to have to play these teams in the AL East. They're going to have to play these teams in the NL West. They're going to have to play these teams in the AL West. They're going to have to play Houston and Texas, and it's going to be tough. I mean, the Do- and look, this, a lot of this will change. I don't think the Dodgers are going to be a wild card team, but right now they have the first wild card spot in the National League, and then it's the Marlins. Yeah. And then you got the Pirates, and you got the Giants, Phillies, then it's the Mets. That's oh, right. by the way, the Padres, the, also fa- the Padres also falling and behind. And the Padres, I, I know, man. It's A lot of teams with a lot of stars, and it guarantees almost nothing. Not right? looking great for the Mets. I mean, it really does. And it was, you know, the conversation before this year was like, okay, wait, can the Padres kind of overtake the Dodgers, right? You got all that talent. No. It, it just doesn't, it's, just because, like, this could turn around for the Padres, right? Like, if there's, I think if there's any team that I'm looking at and saying, all right, they're off to a really bad start, I'd actually maybe go Padres over Phillies. Mm-hmm. Just because you're just, that, that line, Juan Soto's been so bad. But I don't know, like, like, I'm torn. It's like I'm torn on Nuggets and Heat, right, where you're going to game by game. The Phillies, the Padres, the Mets, all of these expectations for this team, these teams. And they've been complete disasters this year. I'm almost more confident in the red sneaking in with a wild card spot yeah. than half of those. I like, mean, I want to justify a turnaround for some of them. And then I think, oh, my God, Juan Soto is still so bad. I, I, I can't. The Reds, I was talking about that on my, on my show today. And with L.E.D. LaCruz, with him getting called up, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of sparked that organization, that fan base a little bit. And because their division is so gettable, you know, the Reds, I think, are a team that a lot of people are going to like. I, I still can't quite get there with the Reds, Nick, but uh, I I still am I holding think. out hope on the Cubbies a little bit. They've lost four in a row. They're 26-36. and 36. They're seven and a half games out of the division, but they have two good starters in Steele and Stroman, and their lineup is a nice mixture of young bats and veterans, so I'm not... I think the Cubs could sneak up there. Um, you mentioned the Padres. The Phillies have won five in a row. They're beating the Dodgers right now. They have some winnable games coming up. They have Oakland coming up this month. They have the Nats coming up. They have the Tigers coming up. I don't know, man. You know, the Reds, they were 16-1 to to win the NL Central. Now they're 14-1. 14 14-1. 14 yeah, if you I... want to sprinkle on a long shot, I would still go Reds because you got the Brewers and Pirates in front of them. Neither one of them scares you. The Brewers could sell at the deadline. The Pirates, I mean... They're young. They're overachieving. Could they fall off halfway through the season? Like the, that division is that division is open for the taking. And maybe it is the Cubs. Like maybe the Cubs come on. They're ten games under five hundred right now. But the NL Central is one where I think that's one of the divisions in baseball where if you're looking to find a long shot to win, you jump on the Reds. It was sixteen. Now it's fourteen to one. Other than I guess the AL Central, but my God, I don't even know who I trust in that division. The Guardians, the White Sox. 
The Twins, I hate them all. Like, at least you see something with the Reds where there's been this little spark. Sure. And that's kind of what you want to look for in these types of situations. Guardians are plus 260 to win the division. White Sox down there at plus 750. You kind of feel like it's between the Twins and the Guardians. Yeah. But do you trust either one of them enough to not fall off late in the season? <laughs> like, I don't. No. And Cleveland, I worry about that they could be sellers at the deadline. Like, I can see them getting rid of Shane Beamer uh, and, and some other people. The Twins, I mean, their starting pitching is fantastic, but man, they just don't they just don't score runs, which is their downfall. The White Sox are interesting because they're they are starting to play a little better. They're only three and a half games back, and they got off to such a horrendous start. They were such an unlikable team. The own players didn't even like playing for their mm-hmm. team. But they're starting to turn around a little bit. The Tigers were playing pretty good baseball and they've lost six straight, so I don't I don't like anybody in the Central. Yeah. And what stinks about the Central is whoever wins that division in the playoffs, they're going to get matched up with one of the teams in the AL East or the AL West, and good luck yeah. with that. And again, look, this is a long season. Guys get hurt. You talk about Pete Alonzo missing time. Aaron Judge is hurt again. Toe sprain. The swelling needs to go down. There's no timetable for his return. I mean, he's now 7-1 to to win the MVP. Mm-hmm. Shohei Otani's minus 155. And then Jordan Alvarez, 16, and Marcus Simeon, 20. And it comes down to probably Otani and Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge is the only guy that has maybe a shot to catch Shohei Otani. But if he misses time like this, it's going to be harder and harder because he kind of has to at least match last season to win another MVP, don't you think? I would think so. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, the MVP race, and it sucks, Nick, but all these big stars are kind of getting hurt, too, you mm-hmm. know? And it's something you got to watch out. I really have to give Otani credit. Like, the fact that he's been this durable while pitching and hitting for these couple of years and being so good at both of them has, I mean, been a credit to him. It's it's really good. But, yeah, man, Judge is putting together another monster year, but now now he's getting hurt. Um it's we'll see how that affects the voting. We'll see how the Yankees play in and without him too, because the Yankees are a team that tend to go as Aaron Judge goes. And when he's playing really well, they play really well. When he's not playing well or he's hurt, they, they tend to sputter a little bit. So Corbin Carroll tonight. If you want to talk about big bats. He had a grand slam, right? Grand slam five RBI. That's your favorite to win Rookie of the Year over in the National League. Yeah, he's a monster. He is. I think it's, uh, you know, everybody's talking about Ellie De La Cruz and now. rightfully so. Yeah, but I think one of the NL uh, Rookie of the Year is going to be one of the guys out of the NL West. I think it's going to be Carroll, or I think it's going to be Outman for mm-hmm. the Dodgers. Those are my two guys. But... Outman, Outman actually, I think, was a slight favorite over Carroll like a week and a half ago, mm-hmm. and then went in like, he was batting under 100, and then just fell off. He's 15-1 to 1 right now. Ellie De La Cruz is 4-1. to 1. And then uh, Francisco Alvarez is 12. So, yeah, Corbin Carroll's been kind of the one that's consistent, yep. staying up near the top there, having a consistent start to the season. I don't know, though. There, there's a lot of hype around De La Cruz. You almost wonder if that is going to factor into it all, especially if the Reds get hot and continue to do like what they did against the Dodgers. I don't know. Four to one. Kind of like him? Yeah, a little bit. I've been, am I becoming a Reds fan? I think you are. You're I'm starting to really fall it. in love with this Reds team. You are, you, you kind of are. I There's am. nothing better than when you have a fun young team. Yeah. There really isn't. It's true. I, hopefully the Nationals can get that way for you over the next couple of years. It was fun, man. It's exciting. It I was mean, a lot of fun. You want your team to be like consistently like the Dodgers, mm-hmm. but when they're an up-and-coming team, like it's fun. 
and it's it's entertaining and it's enjoyable. Well, there's also low expectations for those teams, so yeah. any win is just like bonus. Exactly, it's just fun at that point. So, exactly. uh, Chris Paul to the Lakers or James Harden to the Suns? It's getting thrown around. Potential for some big shifts in next year's title odds in the NBA.